Hey guys, this is episode 75 of the Hey My Man podcast. This episode was recorded last Wednesday, so the Adrian Peterson story had not yet broke. This week we're talking a little bit more about Ray Rice, talking about introducing a new segment. Ben has huge mosquitoes at his house. Everybody's gone crazy over pumpkin spice. It's that time of year. Some guy gets crazy and tries to disrespect Mike Tyson on live television in Canada. Hawks owner Danny Ferry outs himself as a racist. We talk about track suits. We talk about Michael Rappaport. We talk about Michael Rappaport wearing track suits. And we talk about the strange disappearances and repurposing of our favorite t-shirts. So check it out. Here's episode 75. Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> so, I'm not I'm not taking back what I said before, but now obviously I've had an opportunity to see this uh, Ray Rice video in its entire. Well, if what we know of it being its entirety, who knows? Six weeks from now, they could have another. You know, five minutes before. Yeah. I don't know why they don't. Why they don't show them coming in and and, and going all the way up to the elevator into the elevator like why does it only start there because well, maybe it's probably something... maybe it's just not pertinent maybe it's just them walking and just well maybe though because i mean they... you might be there might be something i'm, I'm not saying there's anything <laughs> that's going to excuse it maybe like she had a little dagger and was constantly <laughs> just poking him in the ribs for about five minutes and, I, th- and th- that part you don't see i've heard a lot of people on podcasts i've read a lot of things where people have been saying like hey there is absolutely no excuse you know after it and, and i agree and they're saying, like, hey, how come people had to wait to see this video? I think you even tweeted something like that. Like, what did you think happened? And my, my, yeah. my I don't want to say my excuse, but... By the time this comes out, they'll have seen it. <laughs> my, argu- my argument is that the video that I saw, and again, man, I mean, I'm just not a big news person. I'm very, definitely not a big news. sports person. <laughs> but I will say, from what I saw, they had, you know, there was a video of her... His wife, Ray Ray Rice's wife, laying fiance at the time. fiance laying between the doors or whatever, and then him dragging yeah, her out. Yeah. And I believe the original story was that he was saying that that she had been drinking all night or passed out. Right? Wasn't wasn't there some? Uh, I think by the time it was public, everyone knew they had gotten into a fight, and he knocked her unconscious. Okay, and I, I mean because he wouldn't get suspended. For I'm honestly one hundred percent going to say that I looked at this thing on the ver- on the periphery, and I remember just sort of like yeah, he, he got arrested it. for. A felony aggravated assault so it wasn't like she just from the get-go we knew he didn't she didn't just fall right i didn't because again i don't i, I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff so i guess even up until the last couple of weeks i, I had heard that he hit her and yeah. you know i, I wasn't I, i'm not trying to apologize i'm not going to go on the apology counter but i will say after seeing the video right. i don't know what people are talking about i definitely feel a hell of a lot different than not having saw saw the video yes him admitting or him, be, you know, her saying that, that he hit her before, that that's awful. And you know what? Um, and obviously, there's no excuse. But actually seeing how vicious and yeah. slash ferocious. Is he is he left-handed? I don't know. I, I mean, I'd have to look and see how he carries zero. the football. Because uh, he threw a left. And not to get away from the point of the whole video, 
But when I first saw it, I was like, oh, he threw a left hook. Yeah, but it, That's I, I don't even know if it was a hook. It looked like a, sort of like, mm, a, like maybe a, like a like a check hook or a jab like a, or something. Just like a quick. I mean, she's tiny. It was like a Delahoya hooker cut, and her and her head is like a like Jay Leno's. It's it's a big target. Her, are you saying she has a large chin? <laughs> I, well, a weak chin. Obviously, she doesn't have much of it yet. Right. That's not fair. Uh, but I and, just was thinking, like, he threw a left. If you're super mad, like, get out of my face. I think you throw a left as, like, a setup. You know, like, if you're going to get into a bar and brawl, maybe you pop a left with the right comment. Are you suggesting that he he was being merciful? No, I'm suggesting that perhaps he had, if he was trying to knock her out like a man, perhaps he used poor technique. Although it worked. Uh, I wouldn't try that on. Oh, like a, I would suggest. I wouldn't that try that on I Queen Latifah. I would suggest that he knows what works because I would suggest that this is not the first time something like this happened. He seems to have it down. I don't believe that you do Pardon something like that in quasi-public space. Yeah. That vicious being the first time you ever did something like that, and then be so calm afterwards, like and, Dexter. You know. Correct, and you don't start with a with a haymaker. Right. You know what I mean. If you're right. gonna get into the world of domestic violence, yeah, domestic <laughs> abuse, you probably you probably do a little a little choking. Right. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe grab him by the shoulders and like was it Chris Rock to say like you can't hit a woman, but you can shake the <laughs> shit out of her. Right. Uh, you probably start that way and work your way to the hooker cut. But yeah, I know he had he had Mayweather technique by the time he got to her. I think. So I still want to. I still stand on the side of now. So he's been suspended indefinitely mm-hmm. and fired from his from the Baltimore Ravens. So the he's Ravens been let go by okay. the Ravens. The contract was terminated, and the foot the NFL is saying, "Hey, you're indefinitely suspended." Yeah. P- potentially, another team could pick him up. Yeah, I, th- I mean, it'd probably be a worse mistake. I believe indefinitely in those terms is just kind of like until we're it goes sure, over and we and not- people forget about it until yeah. somebody else does something far worse. God, I don't know. Yeah, until somebody starts another dogfighting ring. Michael he's gonna, Vick he's was gonna... forgiven. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I really truly believe that people were probably more appalled at what Michael Vick did in the long run than than this. Because yeah. he, at least in this situation, the victim, whether she's scared to come forward or not, she's saying, like, hey, I don't want anything done. This is sort of a mistake. It should have never happened. People make yes. mistakes. In the other situation, these are, are nameless, voiceless victims. And there's a you large know, group of people that also, uh, when it comes to dogs, you know, they can't speak for themselves, right. and no one can stand up. Well, I mean, a lot of people go, "Well, the woman, uh, it was it was horrible, and you should never hit a woman." But like, but she stuck with them. But 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 she's she's all right now. She's not. I mean, when you're taking dogs out in like burlap sacks and tossing them in the dumpster, yeah, that's but certainly does, the, the dog thing bothered me more than the Ray Rice thing for sure. I'm one of those people. I think. Do you think another team will pick him up? No, I don't think so. Well, I'm not sure how old he is either. Because if this takes a year... I would say early 30s. Yeah, in football, that's long in the tooth, in football years. Because I remember when I was playing fantasy football years ago, he was the get. Right, you don't have to be any age in fantasy. You, you, when I was playing fairy tale football a good four <laughs> years ago, you wanted to get Ray Rice. So what that tells me is four or five years ago, he was a hot commodity. So he's on his way out anyway. Um, I don't know. So he's probably not coming back. But you never know with NFL. I mean, maybe he'll go and play for Canada or something. Oh, they're a hell of a lot more liberal than us, so I doubt that's going to happen. He well, might play in like the, uh, you know, some sort of Russian league. Or... Yeah, where, where's domestic violence more acceptable? Does Mexico have football? I feel like they would. I don't you know. know. I feel they like they would be a little soccer, more. But I mean, I think he's a big enough, good enough football. athlete to, to where he could. He play rugby. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of who's. I mean, who's look, really look, into domestic if, violence yeah, in the country? If, look, if they play, if they have a whose national pastime is domestic violence? That's correct. If they have like Middle Eastern teams, there you go. That's where we're like. Going. See, there's an Iraqi football right. league or whatever. Oh God, he's he's got to be captain, the king. He's got yeah, he's got to be captain. He'll be like you know, you could you could you could you could you could, you could be on the starting roster. Uh, look, when you start beheading women. Okay, then you can then you can right. then you can stop be red shirted. You know what I mean? You can you can be on the starting squad for sure. So I'm I'm just I'm gonna go uh, still stay on record with the fact you beat that women's I, good. I, I don't believe that one has to do with the other. It's no different. Like okay, you got for example Mayweather also went to jail for sure. for abuse. Same thing. Yeah. Um, out still the highest paid athlete in the world. Yeah. People still pay to see him box. Yeah, I guess. So what is boxing? Is just like. Uh, they don't. They don't have any conduct policy, or how's that work? I mean, I, obviously, I don't know. If you kill I mean, somebody. I think you're out, right? The hurricane. Cash is king. Well, he's in prison. He was in prison, so he couldn't box. Can't box in prison. Yeah, I mean, you can, but there was a movie with Ving Rhames. I think he boxed in prison. Right. But, but other than no, that, what I'm saying that, is, right. Cash is king, and ultimately, that's what, like for sure. Okay, so that's I asked I you today. To tell I said, you "Hey, you you showed me." I said, "Hey, give me, show me where these rules that you're saying he violated these rules." So you sent me a link to the NFL. Rules and regulations yeah, page or whatever, yeah, yeah. and a players association. Look, if they didn't website. have one, then but here's the thing: who cares? if you look, did you look at them? No. So really. the first ten rules, like they're just a, a coverall. Like, hey, you can't do anything that's going to embarrass the league. You can't do anything in, on, or around the field or representing NFL right. that's illegal. Basically, uh, violence toward it, another if, person that infringes on someone else's rights like that embarrasses you said, the. It's like, come on! If it makes them look bad, right? So, so that's that, their ability to, to decide which, how, and which ones to enforce, and how hard to enforce. Yeah, because because again, I mean, how many look at you got football players that have murdered people. You've had football players that are drug dealers, gang members, murderers. Yeah, uh, I mean, did I say that twice? But I think so. But not while they were. In the league. Oh, yeah? It varies. Aaron Hernandez. Isn't that guy a murderer? He's not playing football. He was, and he was in the league when he did it. Yeah, they didn't know he murdered somebody. Once they, once he got well, the murder rap, he's, they, he's off. What do you mean? He wasn't off the team. They put him in prison. So, I mean, it wasn't like... Oh, well, yeah. I mean, he had no choice but to be off the team. But, okay, then... Uh, I mean, what, do you, what, what are you saying if somebody murders okay, somebody? Wasn't there another, guy, another the guy from Baltimore that uh, that murdered somebody that was involved in a murder? Caruth? Was it him? Yeah, but, I mean, what are you saying? Like, if they go to jail... Well, yeah, they can't play. Okay, what I'm saying is, okay, so before they go to jail, are they suspended indefinitely? People that drink and drive, I mean, that definitely... that. Muddy. Are you saying, like, people that don't get caught no one knows? No, no, no. I'm saying that people that are... They still have the right to stand trial, to be to be tried and convicted, which, you know, you're saying, hey, you know, in this situation, Ray Rice did go to jail. He, I mean, he did... He was arrested. Yeah. However, not convicted of anything because the witness backed out. So there's no... Right. There's no... Right. But, we, but then we see video proof yeah so again i mean do we do we we don't need someone to step forward well they she don't, just decided they don't, not to prosecute. like you said with, with the fact like you happened. said with the rules being vague they don't need anything you know what i mean they don't need it like for instance when the new orleans saints had their whole um what is it bounty gate or whatever when they had the whole thing where the team was basically rewarding financially rewarding players for hurting the opponent i right? think that's, they would am- take that's, them out. that's amazing why but, shouldn't they do this football right well, well yes or no but but what Goodell said to that team, basically, when the coach said, I didn't know anything about it, when the head coach said, look, I didn't know that was their thing, he said, ignorance is not an excuse. You Which is I mean? now being thrown in his face. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, but they leave it vague because he says, I mean, it's vague so basically Goodell can go, okay, if this looks bad, 
if this looks bad, if people are saying we're not going to buy tickets because of it, then we'll do something about it. No, do they give a shit? No, no. Why? Yeah, I mean, they give a shit about money. This isn't the court of public opinion, but it is the court of public opinion. I mean, yeah. they have their yeah. basically, like you said. I mean, if nobody would have put up so much of a of a fuss about it, and it wouldn't have been such a a, a big thing on the asses internet, and people, seats, right. dude. They, just, they don't want it. Yeah, they just don't. They want money and no problem. But and if it's a that, problem, why get rid of him though? Okay, because then you also Roger Goodell should be gone. And also on top of that, why get rid if, of Rice? If you, yeah, if here's the thing, because they want to make it look like they care. But here's how you deal with Rice: is you tell you tell the Ravens, hey, it's, it's on you. And if the if the true people that that you know aren't that are against the way he or what he did and don't appreciate it, you don't go to Ravens games. You don't buy his jerseys. You boycott anything that has to do with any team that he's on. But, but they're, you don't they're throw him out no of league. matter what. No, they'll fire his ass. First of all, Baltimore fans are horrible. Well, they'll fire they're horrible. him. Most of them are horrible people. They're going to go no matter they what. They can have him. Yeah. So what? Yeah. He should not be kicked out of the league. He shouldn't be kicked out of the league. No. You want him to play. Yeah. I don't really care because I don't. it doesn't matter yeah. to me either way. He doesn't pay my salary. He doesn't pay my car. No but way. they have rules stating, hey, if you embarrass us, if you get in right, trouble. Right, but then again, what I'm, tell- what I'm saying is is they have drug dealers in the league. They have people that have been arrested and for, for drunk driving, and they're not kicked out of the league. So at some level, we just the league. Well, and, the drunk driving, the, the drunk driving thing, they have something set up for that. Like okay. you get X amount of offenses and all that. But but again, that they decided to do that because they yeah. believe that that they look at that and they go, well, this crime is not as serious as this crime. They are trying to make it look like they're not hiring a bunch of thugs. They're not trying real hard, and it's not I'm working just saying, real so well. If you if you if you kick a guy out or you say, hey, it was your first DUI, OWI, whatever it is, in whatever state you're at. And you know he, we have these things set in place. So the first time you you know you get a six game suspension, then you get a, a, a twenty game suspension, and then you you know blah blah. But then you you know there's rehab and there's alcohol classes in between that. Whatever they they have set up with their um, what do you call it? their unions. What it comes down to the dude. bottom line is what if on the second time or the third time when you were supposed to get your twenty game suspension, you killed somebody, and then they go back and they go and all the fans go well why wasn't he gone in the second time? Because you see if, if you would have taken his job from him. It could have changed his life completely where he would have really sobered up and be like, man, I, I lost everything because of drinking and driving, mm. and I'm going to stop. So you're, you're, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, kind of. I mean... Let me ask you, if, if, if his wife came at him just to play devil's advocate and attacked him, mm-hmm. and then he fought her back off, but you know it ended up that you know when he, when he was fighting her off, she got severely hurt just because he's so much bigger than her. He threw her off, and she fell down and hit her head. I mean, then what? I mean, why are, why, why are we leaving it up to a bunch of suits in a boardroom that are not, they're not attorneys, they're not judges. Because it's their league. I understand that, it's but their it's their league. Not, well, that's why I guess it's, it's, it's the, 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 it's the most same as the NBA talk. It's, it's Again, not, you guys keep confusing, like, you keep confusing, like, he's not criminally convicted. No, 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 no. it's a league, and it's a privilege con- to play in that league. I'm not confusing, I'm just no, saying. No, you are. It's, it's like, it's, it's their little clique, like, it, okay, it's a billion dollar industry, and if you want to play in it, you have to not get negative press. You have to not make us look I, like no, assholes. I understand that. So the moment you make us look like an asshole, we will find a reason to get you out. That And that's why the fans should not look at this at, at necessarily Ray Rice as the only bad guy here. They should look at the entire system as, as messed up. They should look at it and say, these guys, they are the people who are determining what's right and what's wrong for the viewership, for the yeah, fans. Kinda, yeah, kind of, yeah. That's what's wrong. Because these people, without any, are making uh, are their... Their ju- their judgment completely based on asses in the seats, and money coming in for the for you right. know for them. That's what they're basing, and public opinion, which equals all that stuff. Yeah. That's what they're solely basing it, not on the morality or, or the right wrong of of the offense, 
But how is this going to affect with, us in a bottom dollar? Are you saying, with, are you, are you saying, are you saying let the fans decide whether you should play no, or not? No, I'm saying that you know they should have steadfast. If you do, if you are committed, convicted of a crime, you're out. I don't care what crime it is. You're out. Period. Mm, felony. No, it's pretty heavy, okay, man. What, if I you're mean, convicted that, of that a felony, severe, you're out. You know, a Why? felony? Yeah, yeah, felony maybe. Or, or a, if you but go. But the for thing a, is, it's their league to make their rules. I'm just and saying the rules for, are kind of fucked up. That's fine. But what I'm saying is, the fans should not be mad at Ray Rice. Or Ray no. White. I mean, they could be mad for what he did, but sure. ultimately, they shouldn't want him out of the league because what he did has zero to do with what's going on in the football field. Right, but what? Basi- okay, basically, if they let him play, that's the NFL's way of saying we're okay with what you did. You think more guy? You think guys are going to hesitate punching out their wives or doing drugs? No, or I'm not talking about changing. Any, I'm not talking about changing behavior. I'm well, not talking about changing behavior. Then at what's all. the point? I'm saying that if they let Ray Rice play after they knowingly saw him knock his fiance out, although I would argue you don't need to see it. If you know what happened, that's fine enough. Seeing the punch going, oh, it changes everything. Why yeah, can't, they, change why can't anything. they do the other thing where they, they make him pay so much money toward domestic abuse charities and then they make him do a bunch of PSAs and stuff like that? Well, that that's, that's that just, gives that's, back. That's just another option. But and, I'm saying, like, if they let him play, that's them saying we are okay with what he did. I like, don't know. Yeah, yeah, because we're still... you know as well as I do, they're going to put this indefinite suspension on until people forget, and then he will be back. Just like I don't Michael know Vick. that for sure. I don't know that for sure. Uh, we'll see. I mean, fuck, who knows? I'll be saying, do I, dude, I called it real shortly here. Maybe, but, I mean, my point is, like... If he was a nobody, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Oh, on no, any we don't of, talk any about nobodies. <laughs> unless it's the guy that runs around Lake County. I love right. that dude. Like, did I tell you that I was... Did I tell you? There was one time when I was jogging... And that dude's, I always talk about the running guy. The guy I'm referring to is the dude that, for years, he ran in jeans and shoes that were not running shoes. They were, like, um, like black, like zips, like the, the, the two Velcro straps. Mm. He would run in those uh, and no shirt, always no shirt. And he was super skinny. And I'm guessing, God, I'm guessing late 40s, maybe even early 50s. And you see this guy running everywhere. And I would always say, that dude's amazing. Because every time I see him, I want to grab the people from Fleet Feet that are spending 400 bucks, And I want to go, look at that dude. And don't get me wrong. Like, I try to buy running shoes and stuff like that. But every time I see someone that it's like, you know, they have like 16 water bottles. Right. And four water bottles strapped to their back. And they have the handle they're holding. And it's got like a water bottle. But it's also their hand. They, they're sucking water out of their thumb somehow. And they got a camelback. They got a, yeah, they got a camelback around their back, and it comes wraps around their ear like they're a Secret Service uh, security guard, and that's feeding them electrolytes. Every time I see that, those people that have like the 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 moisture wicking uh, uh, space age polymer shirts and stuff, I want to go, dude. There's this guy running in Hessville right now, and he's wearing black Walmart Wrangler jeans, not the kind that Farvindor that had the contour around the crotch. No, no, this crotch is oh. squared. And this guy's running in Payless shoes. That's my first thought. So I'm always super proud of that guy because he's running like crazy. But I was running one time, and our paths crossed, and I'm still kicking myself in the ass with the heel of my shoe for not stopping. Like, dude, I got to know your story. I'm running with you. I got to find out what's going on because it's one of my – and I've tweeted it. I've talked about it on this show. I need some help, you guys. If you see that guy, find out his name. I want to Let see, me know. Yeah, if someone could get a picture of him and tweet us. At, I tweeted a picture of him because I saw him running on Orchard Drive. Let's call it 3400 block in Hessville. I saw him running in, or- in Hessville, and I was like, yes, I finally got a picture of him. He's like Bigfoot. You know what I mean? To get a shot of him is hard. Hashtag. Let's see if someone else can get him. Hashtag, Hashtag hey, my man, running guy. I, yeah, I was going to running man. 
Running Man. Love Hashtag it. Hashtag Running Man. Uh, I don't even so know why I got talking about that guy. What, one of the things I, I, I want to do, obviously, we've talked about this before, is we want to definitely have more fan interaction. And because of the fact that, like, with this, into, like, like I was talking about Ray Rice, uh, myself and Ben aren't always on the same page. I mean, a lot of times we absolutely are on the opposite page. Absolutely. But even when we're on the same page, there's got to be people out there that don't agree with us that listen. I mean, we can see yeah. how many people listen every week, and it's a pretty good number. Yet we don't hear back from uh, as many people as we like. So what we'd like to do is uh, we want to start a segment called Come At Me, Bro, where basically you guys will call in the uh, the podcast voicemail, which still exists. It's uh, 219-237-9040. And 9040. Give us a call. You know, tell it, you know, what, something we've talked about that you don't agree with. Go ahead and rant. Yell, scream, talk, sing. I don't care what you do. But uh, give us your opinion on something you heard, whether you agree with us or don't agree with us. Hopefully you don't agree with us. And um, then, you know, we want you to argue with us. We want to hear what you have to say. So give us a call. Again, it's uh, 219-237-9040. And uh, come at us, bro. Put that in your contacts as, as that line. And take full advantage of the fact that I do very little fact checking before I open my <laughs> my fucking gullet. So. Yeah, that's even better. Even if it's not a, a specific point that we're we're arguing, if we're wrong on something, we definitely want you to call it, call us in, and yeah. uh, call it in and, and let us know, and we will play it on the air, no doubt. Give yourself a microphone. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Love it. So, dude, it's getting cold out, but real quick. I, 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 I You're eating so much fire right now. It's not even funny. Uh, yeah, we're sitting um, in my backyard with a bonfire, and Ben. I don't. No matter where he this goes, this is bullshit. I feel like you did it on purpose. <laughs> it's part of my mental warfare. Oh God! You're like, you know what? I know how I can win this Ray Rice argument. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. Smoke you out. You disagree with me? How about smoke in your face? <laughs> uh, um, uh, I, dude. I, I hope it stays cold a bit because I don't know if you had it. I tweeted out a photo of these. These super mosquitoes. Yeah, I have saw you that. seen them? Big as a quarter. Dude, have you get bit by one? Well, that's like well, the other day when your brother was here. I said, "Hey, let's podcast outside." It was sort of like dank and and humid well, I think outside. I was all you're crazy. like, oh, "No way, dude!" And I don't, I don't have mosquitoes here. So, and I have a pool in my backyard. Mosquitoes, not like that. I've never seen anything like that. You're like, who don't like your kind of mosquitoes? No, I mean, I've never because you're like, oh, we have these crazy. There's these crazy mosquitoes. I'm like, I don't. We don't. Dude, I, don't I hate normal ones. I'm like allergic. Especially if you I get all these stupid like. Dude, a fire helps, but the, they'll, they'll come within like six. Or if you're smoking a cigar, which I would, love, we are. I would love to to be a fly on the wall of a mosquito room when they're like citronella can. They're all laughing, elbowing each other. They think that's gonna stop us. Rubbing their legs on each other's. Dude, the regular ones are horrible, but these new ones, dude, I swear to God, they're like spiders, just but with blood sucking. Have you? I, I, I saw that picture. I yeah. Sent out a picture of them. They're they're so big. I could tell when one was nearby. I was like, "Holy shit, dude! That mosquito has black and white striped legs. You shouldn't be able to see they the look color." Genetically enhanced for sure. I don't know what's up with them, but it's it's bad news. You know how everything else gets ramped up? Like there's AIDS, right. then there's super AIDS, there's cancer, then there's like super cancer. Well, this it's is worse. This is worse than both of those put together. It's super mosquitoes. <laughs> Far worse. So did they the, get into your andro gel? No, I don't know. They probably can. God willing. <laughs> I, uh, it's since it got cold. I'm super. I'm super glad about that. I hope they all die and, and go go to hell. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna isolate that and just put that as you talking about another group of people. Or, or <laughs> I hope they all die. <laughs> Jesus Christ, they're brutal, man. They're brutal. 
Are you um? Are you, do you hate pumpkin spice as much as everybody else? No, I actually. Well, the only thing I I I drink. Uh, I don't drink any like hot coffee except for cappuccino, and I do like pumpkin cappuccino. Pumpkin coffee, all this stuff's all right, man. It's and I okay. like pumpkin pie. I know it does. I don't a, drink pumpkin beer. If that's what was that where we're I'm, going? No, I don't know. I'm just going. Is with, that what I, you're drinking? I'm, yeah, I'm drinking Dogfish Head pumpkin ale right now. They were, they were one of the first people Did that you just I say pumpkin. Yeah, it's it's spelled P U N. Oh, I thought you were just okay. It's spelled P U N K. No, I wasn't being cute. I got pumpkin <laughs> beer, pumpkin. Uh, no. Dogfish Head was one of the first people that I knew of. Not, go ahead, call the line, bro. I don't know who did it first, but um, they were one of the first people that I knew to make to make pumpkin brew. And I drink it. I don't go nuts about it, man. I don't tweet it. I don't hashtag it. I don't. I don't go down to Dunkin' Donuts and elbow elderly people out of my way so I can get pumpkin spice. But uh, I enjoy. Like you said earlier, man, pumpkin pie is good. I don't know. Do they make pumpkin. a? I wonder if they make a pumpkin iced coffee. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! I mean, Hell just yeah. I guess you just take coffee and put ice on it. Yeah, it's the same shot I, of artificial I, I eat this, flavoring. I, I eat this Keurig, uh, like they make specific iced coffee, so I don't know if it's like season or uh, sugar differently or whatnot, rather than the. It comes out hot well, and it's poured over ice. I mean, it's all artificial, so I'm just saying pumpkin ain't bad. I I get it why people would be mad about it because it's as soon as it, especially with social media now it's like right like the moment it comes out uh hamlin referred to it last week on our podcast he's like pumpkin spice as soon as it comes out people go crazy but if you disregard that and just go try to enjoy it it ain't bad i'm usually one of those people as you know that like if everyone else likes it i sure don't like I it but sense that about not, you not in this case not in this case. Yeah, this is the one time you're going with the flow. I, I like definitely... Uh, well, I, I don't go with the... I, I mean, go with the flow that I, I'm not going to be angry about it, but I will tell you that uh, if somebody put a pumpkin spice coffee in front of me right now, I, I wouldn't... Uh, wouldn't, wouldn't throw it out of bed? I wouldn't be mad at it, no. The only thing that we really do pumpkin-related in my house, other than pumpkins themselves, is we go to that uh, County Line Orchard on the Route 6. Patch. It's like Hobart or Portage or whatever yeah. it is. It's like a, I think it's half and half, right? Yeah, it's a, it's an orchard and they have apples and blah, blah. Well, they make, the donuts they make pumpkin amazing. spice. Yeah, there you go. They make pumpkin. I don't think it's called spice, but they make yeah. pumpkin donuts that are ridiculous. They're amazing. <coughs> and, and But since Monster Donut is open now, I don't know if I'll be trekking out there. I don't know if I'll bother. Speaking of crazy, how crazy do you have to be to sort of try to... I mean... Mike Tyson has pretty much been low-key for a couple of years now. I, I would say for the last, like, six or seven years, he's definitely kept his temper in check as far as, like, on the, the scale of, of media and being out in the public. He hasn't done anything nuts. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah. mean, not, he's definitely, from what we know, haven't we haven't seen him do anything like no, no, I, well, we, not talking about eating anybody's babies or you he, know he did his or raping any dudes or anything like that. Like yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely uh, he's oh, definitely had some great moments. That would be unpleasant. Okay, so he did his Broadway show, so I yeah. think he was really like trying to like look. I get it. I can I, laugh about well, myself. I, think thing, I mean, he started. Be, he now he's a boxing. Don't promoter. forget, he's still crazy as fuck. Yeah, he's a boxing promoter. So oh, I mean, is he, he has really? to do, yeah, he has to do a lot more like PR related stuff. I didn't and even know that. He doesn't need to be so so crazy and fierce because he's not trying to psych anybody out anymore. It's not it's not really part of his yeah. game. When you got Broner, he's not on you drugs don't need anymore. To be the crazy one, right? He's he's not on drugs. He's not you know. So according to him, so today or I think it was yesterday. He's just, up, just weed, by the he, way. Huh? He says just weed, by the way. Oh, he does? Yeah, Cor- Corolla's got a story. He's like, I'm clean living. He says, oh, really? Yeah, no more drinking, man. No drugs. Really? Yeah, it's good, man. Get my mind right. And he goes back and forth a couple times. He goes, man, not even weed? And he goes, well, 
I mean, hold, you know, hold up. That's just my, you know, let's not get crazy. He was up in Canada with, um, meeting with Rob Ford, another guy. That I, I would have loved it. Talking about being a fly on a wall. Oh, so gosh. he's up there talking to Rob Ford, and because he's, I guess he's moved his uh, one-man show, uh, Undisputed Truth, to Canada. Yeah. And um, good show too. Oh yeah, it was it was actually pretty. It was great. So he goes like, like sort of a Good Morning America, Good Morning Canada, or whatever. And he's yeah, being, he's yeah. being interviewed. So it's him, and like <laughs> I think like a some liaison to the mayor's office or something. I don't know. I don't remember who the. I don't he know necessarily who the other guy was. Like he had a Tyson interpreter. <laughs> like there was a guy standing next to him, like a Canadian. It, like yeah, like if you don't understand what he's saying, Tyson is saying no. Right. Or like yeah, Tyson, he'll say some stuff. Tyson, I'm not going to do an impersonation. I'm not going to butcher. But Tyson will say a few things, and the guy will go, what Tyson really means is he's excited about his Broadway show, and he hopes you all come out, and he's really, he really wants everyone to have a good time right. this weekend. And Tyson's like, hell yeah. <laughs> Sitting on the, that's all he does. Um, so during this interview specifically, and I'll, I'll play you a clip here, um, Tyson, so the guy who's interviewing him looks at Tyson. Well, you know what? I'll let you guys hear it. Some of your critics would say, you know, there's a race for mayor. We know you're a convicted rapist. This could hurt his campaign. How would you respond to that? Hey, um, I don't know who said that. You don't even want to hear say that. You know what I mean? And I don't have no comment to that, you know, because it's negative and you're being negative. And I, 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 met, I met the mayor right. and nothing they can do about it. We actually had a really good time. We, we, we talked about George Trevallo, who was a legend in your city, great man with whom... Mike spent quite a bit of time yesterday talking about his life, you know, highs and lows. It's so interesting because you come across like a nice guy, but you're really a piece of shit. Hey, with that come comment. on, come on. That's no, that was a piece of fuck you. That was a piece of shit. You know, we're we're doing we're doing live TV. Hey, I don't care. What are you gonna do about it? All right, you got a you got a show that you're doing tonight. We are. You know, a lot of people we are. are where it comes raw and it's the real truth. Yeah, a lot of it's people the truth. be there to see your show. Just tell us a bit about it. Um, it's a, you know, it speaks for itself. Everyone saw the show. All right. It said Broadway production. It went to Vegas. It went to actually 28 cities in the United States. And we're really, really proud to bring it here. And we're actually going to Monaco on October 9th. We're going to be in Monte Carlo. Right. Is it nerve-wracking for you to do something like this, or is it more nervous for you to box? How does it compare? I don't know. Um, it's more nerve-wracking for me here talking to a rat piece of shit like oh, you. come on, Mike. No, because you're a piece of shit. All right. Really we're gonna we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this interview. We, thank you for thank you for coming in. Fuck you. Can I just ask you what was your favorite part about that clip? My favorite part of the clip was I I haven't. It reminded me why I'm terrified of Mike Tyson. Even though he didn't do <laughs> yeah, anything, yeah. like you know he didn't get out of his seat. I still feared, and it's funny because I showed my wife. He's like half and I go size. I go uh, yeah definitely. He's, he's but if you watch like there there's a couple of. Uh, I don't think they talk about it. He talks about it in Undisputed Truth, but a couple of the documentaries I've seen and some of the stuff you could see on YouTube where he talks about winning the fight and he's like, hey, you know, 90% of it is mental and I go in the ring and I stare these people down and it's like a sort of a mental a mental game. Yeah. You could see 100% the physiology and the change in his yeah. posture. Yes. His respiration, cha- his breathing changed. He, and okay, so right away in the beginning, you see they're talking and the guy brings up, hey, you know, you're a convicted rapist. Don't you think this is going to be uh, like hurt the mayor's chances or it's not going to be a positive thing for the mayor? Was he referring to hanging out with the mayor or running for mayor himself? No, no, I don't hanging know, out with the mayor. The clip. He's like, you know, I don't know if the mayor really wants to, you know, should be associated with you because uh, you're a convicted rapist. So, you know, you're being seen around town. And obviously this guy is sliding the mayor too because the yeah. mayor is a mayor's a, a crack a crackhead yeah. but yeah. with all that being said if you if so, he knowingly smokes crack 
and you're saying, hey, it's an insult that you're hanging out with him. It's like, well, hold on. But, but so look at it like a one-two punch. Like, so this guy comes in and he's like, hey, Mike, he's like, so you're here, you're selling this, this show you got going on, it's really great, but you're a rapist. Don't you think that's negative? And you almost see Tyson so taken, because I'm sure they do like a pre-interview and this guy, this guy knew damn well he was going to try to get the reaction. He was going to sleep. Because there's no way that they would have told Mike Tyson, hey, in the pre-interview, hey, this guy's going to bring up the fact that you went oh, to prison no, no, no. for rape. And yeah. So obviously that question he's completely came out of left field, taken sure. aback. For sure. And I guess the reason I wanted to talk about it and the reason I sent you the clip was because um, I just wanted to ask you if you, <laughs> you felt the same way. I was terrified I for did, this guy. I did feel the same way, but my favorite part were, was his eyes. Where he was looking, because as soon as that guy said that, he I think he called him a piece of shit right away. But like the guy tried no, to move well, the first, guy tried to move past it. First, first he said he tried to move past it because he goes, Hey, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about that because you're negative and I'm a positive guy and this really has nothing to do with what we're talking about here and I've already met the mayor. Yeah. So there's nothing you can do to take that he away. He said, I don't hear anyone saying that but you. You're right. You're the only one that's saying that. And that was that was and great. I was like, uh oh. Because how many times has someone come to you and they're trying to like convince you of something they want you to do and they go hey a lot of guys have said this or they you know, call people, me a rapist it's, it's, and I'm like no no uh, they didn't say shit you did I haven't heard right. one one negative spin on this except for now it's coming out of your mouth so right. in my mind Tyson went like this you're going to own that statement because yeah. you said it yeah. and I'm telling you right now this is the first I heard of it and you're in my <laughs> right. face you right. said it and I'm not I'm not worried about who else said it I'm worried right. about you and <laughs> right. I'm sitting there watching it, and I just clicked on it this morning, so I did not know. I didn't read ahead, and I didn't know that he didn't knock this guy out. So I'm thinking, this is going to get real bad. To this is going to get real bad. He's yeah. at least going to pick up a chair or choke the guy. I think or... that he does not want to lose money. That's the only... Tyson. I just think he's smarter. He's he doesn't want to get sued. He's been he's in prison. Like... He doesn't... I mean, I yeah, think... he don't want to get in trouble. Right. You know what I mean, he doesn't want no part of this dude. Like, and you I mean, know, he does, but... he There's so much at stake. So... Ultimately, and people have constantly probably tra- baited him over the years. Right, punch me. And I wish Tyson does, would punch me. And, and I'm me. sure, and many I'd love a half a million dollars. Yeah, and he probably did for you know a good three or four million. And then after a while, but back to my favorite part were his eyes because after he answered, he goes, "No one's saying that, but you, man." So I mean, you know, you're just a negative piece of shit. The guy kind of shrugged it off and said, "Oh, you got a show coming up." And then his interpreter is like, "What he means by your negative piece of shit is, he means." He's really excited, and he's been practicing his lines, and he can't wait to thrill you all with his uh, uh, thespianism. You know, and he's like, no, nah, no, what I feel was he was a piece of shit. But, 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 well, that's where the crazy part gets, because you see that between the time that the other guy starts talking to basically smooth out what had happened, you <laughs> can see the wheels in Tyson's head moving, like, and I'm thinking to myself, you, could, you see, it, look at his hands, and they're like rubbing on his jeans, and he's like balling up his fists a little bit. And not like in a punching style, but you can see he's very like fidgety, and he's working up the. He's I think getting uncomfortable. He's, he's for wor- sure. not, doesn't need to work up the courage, Mike. That's not what I'm saying. No, no, he's no. No, no, no. he's contemplating what's my play here because I'm not going to let some dude talk to me like that. I'm Mike Tyson, and yeah. you're not. Right. And that's not going to. It's not going to go down like that. So in his mind, he's going like this. I'm sure he's. I bet you. I would love to do like an animated thing where we, we they we show what's going on in his head where he just reaches out and punch. You know, you remember <laughs> High Fidelity. Yeah. Where Tim Robbins comes in and he has like the, the three different scenarios where one he hits him with the toe or yeah. you know you know yeah, yeah that's sort of what I think Tyson's doing in his head and then ultimately he sort of took the high road and he's like well hey here's the yeah. thing I don't understand why you're such an asshole I mean you you bring yourself out as a good dude 
basically what I'm getting from that is like during the pre-interview and when I met you this morning, you were all nice and we're all buddy buddy, and now all of a sudden they really probably did back, five minutes of I'm going to ask you this. You're going to backdoor me like this when we're on live TV, and that's mm-hmm. when he, the guy's like, "Hey, we're on live TV," and that's when Tyson's like, "Yeah, too too, too, shit. too late." Yeah, they I'm, know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know you're a turd. This is not going to affect yeah. my image. It's almost like telling Andrew Dice Clay you're on live TV. It's like, right. and so what? You know what I mean? That's not going to hurt me. No, yeah. I, I did love, though, you see, after he answers that question, the guy keeps talking and his interpreter keeps saying what Tyson's supposed to think. But you, I mean, you, you want to talk about like a cartoon adding something to it? You see his ears turn off. You see he's not hearing any words anymore. Nothing. Well, like, it, it might as well be Charlie Brown's teacher going, wah, 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 well, wah, Because the guy, the guy tries to, to bring it back to the level and he goes, so what do you think? Is it more nerve-wracking for you to be in the ring boxing or is it more nerve-wracking for you to, you know, be doing this live stage thing? And you're like, you're right, he's going, you know what, it's more nerve-wracking for me to be sitting across the, the, the desk from a rat piece of shit like yourself. And that's when the guy's like, Mike, come on, it's live television. He's like, I don't care. What are you right. going to do? He, he tells me, he goes, what are you going to do about it? And I told my wife, I go, that's the fucking Mike Tyson I love. Yeah. That to me is almost like, you know, uh, Wyatt Earp saying, you're going gonna, you're gonna to skin that smoke wagon, you're going to stand there and bleed. That's like one of them <laughs> right, lines. Like, right, Mike right. Tyson looks in your face and says, I'm going to do what I want to do. What the fuck you think you're going to do about it? That was, that was uh, yeah, I guess if I could take it back, that might have been my favorite part. But the part that wrapped me in was watching his eyes just... You see his ears turn off, and you see him just go like, I'm going to repeat the last three words you said and call you a piece of shit. Right. So the guy's like, oh, what's more nerve-wracking? Nerve-wracking that you're a piece of shit. Are you excited about your show? My show's coming. You're a piece of shit. Like, you know what I mean? He's just like, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm, ju- I'm just going to aggressively come at you verbally. And, and you know, nowhere in the deepest part of his brain is he physically worried. None. You know what I mean? Like, not 1% is like, anything, good, bad, anything bad could happen to me. So it's, it's just... Wait till he's done talking, call him a name. Wait till he's done talking, call him a name. That's right. it. Because that's, that's the only... Uh, he, he can't throw a punch right then. It'll cost him too much money. So the only way I can hurt this dude is just come at him verbally. But remember this, and you said it earlier. At the very base level, he's a fucking animal. And I, I say that in a Did good way. That? No, I mean, you basically <laughs> said, like, this guy is still Mike Tyson. Don't, yeah. don't, don't you forget for one second. Oh, yeah. And that's the sort of thing that, like... And you know what? Again... He's done. He's, he's down, had his issues. He's committed many crimes as a young man. He readily admits that all that stuff. But I still, like, as as boxing goes, and this is, I guess, why I look at the the Ray Rice situation differently because Mike Tyson is probably one of my all time favorite fighters. I don't consider what he did outside the ring having anything to do with what he did inside the ring. Me. Yeah, it's different too. In that the code of conduct is you, you're trying to watch two animals tear each other apart. Yeah, there's rules you can't bite. He did that. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about what he did outside the ring. No, I know, but I'm saying like it won't change your perspective because this guy is a fighter. Right, he's a fighter. And but I know football, football, football players, uh, and they compare it to modern day gladiators and that. And okay, not but, like fighting, but though. but not like boxing, and not certainly not like MMA. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you want them to destroy each other. Not catch the ball and have more finesse, and you know what I mean. Not score. Thought you want them to kill each other. I. So the that's whole, the dudes my, you want. But yeah, my whole point is though, like, okay, so all these years removed from from everything that he's done and all the stuff that you know he 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 had his day in court. He's he's done his time, and from everything I've seen, especially from Undisputed Truth, and he was, he was in the Hangover movies. And all the stuff you see in interviews, or they have him like sitting in on different sports stuff, talking about boxing or talking about this mm-hmm. or that. The guy seems like he, he changed his life. So yeah, I mean, for sure. For, 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 but deep down in there, if you push him, no, that, I, yeah. that's not where I was going with that. I was just going to say, like, so can can Ray Rice 
redeem himself? Uh, he's never going to be as likable as Tyson. No way. <laughs> that's, that's insane. <laughs> no way. That's insane. Because Tyson, yeah, as crazy as he was, like, you look, he's the guy who's uh, in the pigeon coop taking care of pigeons right. when he's not fighting. He's the guy who had, uh, was D'Amato? Yeah. Was yeah. As his, like, mentor. Um, I don't think that those ingredients are in the recipe that makes Ray Rice. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. Doesn't it seem like the news has been sports? Heavy? Like, yeah. Like, even... Like, my brother was tweeting a sports stuff, and I'm like, I, I know for sure Nate never watches no. sports. No, not at all. So so if he's doing it, it just seems like the Ray Rice thing took over. There was the Mike Tyson thing. Uh, another NBA owner is leaving. Did you see that? I tried to send you something. I don't yeah, know. I saw it, but I don't... I thought I read <laughs> something that he leaving. said, like, yeah, I'm racist. Like, he They're came out... dropping, and, like, like, racist flies, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> but but he, he didn't get outed, right? He came out and said, like, I'm I racist. Think he preemptive struck himself. I think he goes before this comes out. I said a few things, didn't look real great. I, I so thought he I'm sent out. some emails or something, right? Or he, he there was some some correspondence that Both, he sent. Yeah, there was emails and he said something in a in a um, saying like something a is far different than being reco- unless you're recorded than putting something down on paper. That's where you're in trouble. He sent an email uh, that was bad. In the first one, I don't know. if... Like Paulie from Goodfellas, you got to feel like he was onto something. You only talk. <laughs> right. Through an intermediary, yeah. You never, nobody ever yeah. hears words come out of your mouth when you it comes to doing dirt. That involved in an NBA organization, like you got, you know, you got millions coming. You're making th- some good money. Don't you think that's how Donald Trump is? There's a couple of people he probably speaks to, and then those people speak to other people. I just feel like if I had that much money, I probably will for sure. I will never have to worry about that problem. But if if I had that much money, I would just have to. I mean, around everyone until I went to sleep. I'd have to complete all like the way I speak would be slightly filtered always, always. You know what I mean? I'm talking to right. you, and I, and I would go, well, you know, I mean, you went some, you knew some. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> you know, we're all kind of the same. And then I go home and think whatever. I th- you know what right. I mean? Like you'd have to. But yeah, he was a partial owner of the Atlanta Hawks. I think his name was Ferry, something like that. You can call it a hotline. But uh, yeah, he he had sent. Now you're some, just setting people up with. He had sent some some emails and mentioned things in conference call. And when I first read it, man, you know, usually I'm like, oh, whatever. I I, tr- I I guess I lean more toward the side of the people that are holding the pitchforks. But it, to me, it sounded like a guy the making gangster disciples. That's right. I think, yeah, folks. You know what I mean. <laughs> it sounded to me like a businessman trying to make a decision about his money. Um, he didn't say anything really derogatory toward toward black people he was just stating black and white like like if, if he was popping it into a Microsoft spreadsheet like if he was making an Excel spreadsheet and said black people spend this much money this many black people at a game means this many white people at a game like right. he looked like he was looking at, he didn't say um, like I don't I don't like them or, or I think down well, I think of them. he was saying like if because we can expect this many then we're gonna there's there's product that we need to push more or things that you know would be more geared toward this race or these this group of people, right? You were saying like, yeah, he was, he look, saying, he was looking at it from a, a merely business, yeah, marketing yeah. standpoint. Now it sounds bad because like, and, and if you hear it, and, and I, I guess you know what I mean. It depends if, who hears it, you know. Right, really, right. Really, it's it, it's getting it's beyond ridiculous. But at this but point. the way I heard it was like, okay, this guy doesn't give a shit about color; he gives a shit about money. So he wants the only ex- color he likes is green. Yeah, man. yeah. So he wanted you that know, he, green dog. He was like the green cash dough. <laughs> hashtag cash dough. He was, um, it looked like he was essentially just saying like, look, other teams don't have this many black people in the audience. Other, <laughs> other teams don't 
play this much hip hop. Everything we do is 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 catered toward a black audience. Now, mind you, he's in Atlanta, so probably right. that makes sense. But he was basically saying, "How like, close is that from Hotlanta?" I think it's about uh, a fortnight from the Freaknik <laughs> that happens in Atlanta. It's pretty close to the Freaknik and Hotlanta and uh, wherever Ludacris. Sort of like a triangle. It's I know it's real close to where Ludacris throws them bows. <laughs> Hashtag bows though. Uh, yeah, but it sounded to me like he was like, I don't give a shit about black white. Just what's going to make me the money? I think white people are bringing more money in. Let's try to put more white people involved. You know you what I mean? More Aerosmith between plays. Yeah, like would it kill us? To play a little bit of uh, great white. I mean, Bob Seger is is revered in Detroit. Right. Could we sprinkle him around? But uh, yeah, when I read it, even even uh, and I'm not like a bleeding liberal heart. Are you but, sure? But usually I go more that way. And I read it, and I was like, I don't know, dude. I mean, he sounds dumb, but he also sounds like, hey, I'm just trying to make money. Right. So however we can do that, and I'm sure if he read stats and said, if we had X amount of black people in our crowd, we made Up more with money. Nelly. He what's that? Some more Nelly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they had a dirty night or something like that, where everybody could come out, I think that dude just wanted money, and he was like, "Look, this is a dumb idea, and I'm going to put it on paper, and I'm going to make sure you all see it." But I want to make more money, and I think by having more white people, almost we can like do that, that inner office email you send to your buddy, and then you realize you click the entire uh, you know office reply all <laughs> shit, <laughs> dude. Every time I at work send an email or reply to one, I always like. <laughs> Man, I do like a three check. Like, is that reply? Reply. Mm. And then as soon as I just do the just reply and not reply all, I then go in my outbox and go make sure it was just... Well, then it's too late. But I mean, I'm not saying anything crazy. I'm just going, ignorant. yeah, I'll work tomorrow. But, but I, I'm still, I, have it like I don't want I, everyone to read that. I've done that, you know, where I, I keep like, say, 160 text threads on my phone. Like, I never erase them. Mm. But I'll tell you what, if you're in the middle of text, if I'm in the middle of texting you, and then my wife texts me, okay, and that one pops up. And I think I'm replying to you. I might be replying to her. Yeah. So that's happened to me more times than I cared. And again, nothing crazy has happened. There's been a couple times where, like, I've talked shit on my sister-in-law or something. Just think or about how one many sister-in-law of mine was talking person. about another one, or and they they they, right. it's, they they replied to the wrong thread and it went to the oops that wasn't for you. You almost yeah. have to own it and just be like, hey, you know, it, oops. You have to go. We all talk shit sometimes, right? I mean, come on. Let's not let's not let's not make it weird. Let's not freak out about it. Well, that's why I have this. I, I came up with this thing where, like you said, you know, I just everyone just sort of expects that from me. So even if I do make a mistake, it's me just being like brutally on. Like, really, dude, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't surprise anybody if I was brutally honest or like super rude straight out. You're like that chick at Walmart who wears the shirt that's like, I can only please two people a day, and you're not one of them. <laughs> so like, if she's a bitch to you, it's like, oh, I guess I'm number three. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Damn it! Why do I always have to be number four for that fat chick in line? It works out for me in that in that uh, aspect. I will tell you though today, uh, it's you're like, like the first you're, day. you're like uh, socials like porcupine. Like you wear like a you have like an abrasive outer shell that uh, <laughs> a soft gooey inside. Yeah, or maybe like a beetle. But if you're on your back, you're fucked, dude. Uh, today's like the first day. I want to say yesterday was probably like in the what like seventy one, seventy two. Today's right now it's probably like fifty nine out, something like that. Like it was early sixties. Dude, when I I took my daughter and my dog for a walk, it was like mid to low fifties. It was crazy. It was like fifty two. It was like fifty two degrees. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I, what is it now? Well, I don't know. Well, whatever. High fifties. Anyway, um, so it brings it brings. I like this. The fall I love events it because for me, for love for, it. for a guy who's. I, last year I was I was definitely fat, and this year I'm still. I thought you were going to say husky. <laughs> this year I would say I'm I'm 
I'm less fat. You trimmed. How much? How much weight did you? Twenty five pounds so far. Did you really? Yeah. Over like a, you shouldn't look that surprised because you'd be like, I see you all the time. Yeah, Absolutely. It's, it, well, I you thought look, you'd, you look thinner, but twenty five is a big number, man. That's I was hiding a lot of it. That's substantial. But um, I like it because I get to wear fat dudes always like fall because it's sweatshirt weather. You don't mm-hmm. have to wear like clingy t shirts and you get to wear more boxy stuff and jeans yeah. instead of shorts. And your V neck hoodies. Yeah. V-neck hoodies, you, or the you know you I, see you're doing it right now. You got the hoodie with no sleeves, right? Or is that does it have sleeves? I, I just sleeves, couldn't tell because it's black. I got sleeves. Um, they're black. But also with the the fall. No, gear I wear a hoodie with no sleeves. A fall dude. gear around the Midwest. Not unless I'm training for a fight. Actually, it's funny because uh, Fallman was talking about this on the Fallout Shelter with his cousin. Fallout Ray. Shelter. They were talking about guys that wear the uh, hooded sweatshirt or the shirt with the hood with no sleeves. Yeah. That must be because, like, you saw an Eminem video, and you're like, man, I know he's not that tough, but when he wears that hood, he looks like dope, I think it's you know? more like a boxing thing, because you see a guy that cuts the sleeves off, and he's got the hood on, and he's, you know, doing some road work. Well, the hood, you associate the hood with, like, menacing, right? right? Like, there's a reason people, like, stick pe- stick each other up. Like, you do armed robberies, you wear a hood if you can. It hides you. It makes you look a little Another tough. tip from Ben. If you're going to do an armed robbery, if you're going to do Agbat, yeah. <laughs> But the hood makes you look a little more menacing, and then also if you have rippling biceps and or triceps, that makes you look menacing as well. But you now, so now we're we're sort of at that crossroads where people don't want to let go of summer, but summer is letting go of us. So you'll see, I like that guys wearing cargo shorts with hooded sweatshirts, mm-hmm. pullover sweatshirts. I, I don't, the zip up ones aren't so bad, but when you see a guy wearing like a big bulky. Thick hooded sweatshirt with the big kangaroo like your, pocket. Uh, you know your big, your big hefty, comfortable lights over Bridgeport pullover yeah. hoodie. Yeah, I gotta and get a, that. And a pair of sh- and a, por- a pair of shorts. Oh, and you got no socks on and just the shoes. It's like, come on. Nothing is more annoying. To, not nothing. I shouldn't say nothing, but it is super annoying. You can't. We, it's almost like you know when you're a kid and your mom has like there's not enough closet space, so your mom has a Tupperware container she puts under the bed. Summer clothes. Winter yeah, clothes. yeah, yeah, and sure. like it seems like now these people are sort of that. in that like I don't gray area between oh, putting, we are. Your, putting your summer clothes away. You don't want to put the shorts away yet because you have sure. that Indian summer; it'll pop back up to eighty something. A tracksuit, though, basically is this is perfect for tracksuit. This is what <laughs> you tracksuit weather. Tracksuit weather. Oh, the mob's so happy. Yeah, the mob's ecstatic right now. Yes, for yeah. sure. I mean, anything that like you specifically notice as far as weather related clothing that well I told you like there's always those Green Bay dicks man there's people it's always Green Bay fans I don't know why I don't know why not Bears fans because they can be dicks too and usually they... chicks I always uh, I see a lot more Green Bay like bigger ladies with Green Bay uh... <laughs> bigger cheese heads <laughs> cheese head big heads. cheese big cheese cheese women um, I always see maybe I there's a guy I used to work with that used to always do that and wear Green Bay maybe I just uh, put that on everyone but yeah, you wear the shorts, and you'll always hear the same shit too. You go, "Well, my legs don't get that cold, man." <laughs> I mean, my legs don't get that cold. Like, yeah, it's chilly out, but like, how cold do your legs get? As long as you keep, know, as long dude. as you keep your extremities warm. I'm wearing mittens uh, and a hat and boots, but shorts. I mean, how how cold do your calves get? You know what I mean? Like, do you complain about cold shins all the time? Like, I don't know, dude. Just don't be weird about it. It's, it's just, cold. It's it just sort of feels like it's it's inappropriate looking. I don't care about the the usability of it. I'm talking about the fact that you're wearing a giant hefty sweatshirt, which is to keep you warm. Then you're wearing shorts. I almost think you. I can't recall a skinny person ever doing this. This sounds like a husky dude. Move. That's it's just straight Midwest. Is it? Midwest? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I Why notice a, a lot of people in the Midwest. It's not a coke. It's a pop. 
but they're all they're all in Indiana. It's everything's a Coke. Right? Depends on where you're at. No, Southern, Southern Indiana? Indiana. Everything's yeah, a Coke. Yeah, that's what I learned last week. Is right. everything's a Coke? Like even if it's a Sprite. which is crazy. You learned that from your own brother. So I would assume that you have the same experience. I learned that from uh, John. John was, was talking it? about it. I thought, last it was week. Your, I thought your brother talked about it. The week he before. may have known about it, but yeah, I, I think I don't know if it's the first I heard of it, but yeah, the point is, I think it's a husky dude thing because it's like. I got a lot of beef up top. I'm fine. I'm good. I got this extra. But I got these little ass and these skinny little legs. Yeah. I mean, how cold did your calves get, they say. And it's like, well, that's really not the point. The point is that shorts... Look, I used to be the dude that never wore shorts, man. Hardly ever. It would have to be like 100. Because I'm like... What's, what the, what's, the, what's the difference? What am I, Angus Young? What's the difference? What am I doing? Oh, I'm air conditioning just from my knee to my ankle? <laughs> Guess a fuck. I would, I, would wear, I would wear pants that and I didn't like my skinny chicken legs, man. So I would just... I would wear pants until it was... I mean, until it was just so physically hot that I was like, all right, I give in. I'll wear shorts. Like jeans or track pants? You're like, no, I've never worn track crushed pants. velvet, crushed velvet track pants. But I never would. But yeah, I hate that guy. That guy that won't that won't. Let me ask in. you, do you think Michael Rappaport wears... Cargo shorts, or he just wears basketball warm-up pants or tearaways. Tearaways. I don't even think the guy wears jeans. I, I don't. I don't tearaways for seen sure, him. for sure. Well, he wouldn't wear jeans. That's just silly. No, just all the time wearing basketball warm-up pants. Yeah, because basketball shorts. That way, well, you never know what's going to happen. Like, <laughs> oh, like the guy walks up with a sleeveless hoodie and a hood on. He walks up, he's like, "Give me all your money." <laughs> Throw them pants off. You got your wallet on the shorts underneath. Right. So you throw the pants at him as a diversion, and you take off. I see that you. Uh, you're trying to step on my toes in my really? while I try to uh, bridge a relationship between myself and MRAP. What are you talking about? Step on your toes. <laughs> I would never step on M. Oh, because <laughs> MRAP. Because you know what? Because you said it on the podcast last week, and then you said it like in a tweet or something. And I was like, <laughs> and I can't stand the abbreviation. Hi- hybrid. The J-Lo. The, 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 what was it? But does, don't you think he's a guy that definitely would be MRAP? MRAP? Dude. Look, if he says it's cool, okay. All right, if he wants to go by MRAP, yeah. But I'm not going to throw He ain't MRAP mad at me. Him. I think he retweeted it. I know, I think he did. I think he's <laughs> cool with it. I think he's cool with it. But I, I personally... I don't think he'll ever have a bigger fan than, than me. Love the guy. No, that's hard. To, yeah. That's I, a, I mean, that's I a, really believe that, like, John Goodman... It's a tall hill to climb. Any, there, if John Goodman can't do it, Michael Rappaport can. And if Michael Rappaport can't do it, John Goodman can. Those are, like, Those like two. Two, two dudes who could really... I those mean, are your two dudes that can do no wrong? Supporting actor-wise. Supporting actor. Those yeah. are your two favorite supporting actors. I mean, I feel like if you wanted more of a dignified, uh, you know, you go with the, the Goodman. But, you know, if you if you need a little more street, a little more urban. I mean, I, <laughs> I think we, we're yet to see what, what Rappaport can do. I don't know if he's really uh, spread his wings. You know what I mean? Theatrically. It's, he it's, might be able to correct us. Call in on the, uh, on the hotline and let us know if there's something out there that... I don't we think I was really familiar with Rapport until I saw Higher Learning with Remy. And I, maybe that's ignorant of me, but that might be the first one I saw. And I was like, that dude's awesome. And then I, then you I, just then I, then I got on the, the MRAP train. Yeah, well, you, but obviously you can tell he wasn't because in the beginning he was totally like, what's up, bro? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. MRAP. I I'm, tried to even start a game. Which nobody nobody wanted to jump on my bandwagon. No, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't want to participate with you. We're gonna get that going this week. I want to. I'm, I started the hashtag, but with Rappaport. So you would talk about a, a great movie, and then switch out a sub, main supporting actor in that movie for Rappaport. Yeah. For example, I said, "How about Alice Die Hard with Rappaport as Alice?" As Alice? Yeah. 
Die Hard Ellis is the boss? No, Ellis is the guy that's like, remember he's like the coked up dude that goes in there and tries to tell Hans, he's like, I'll deliver Johnny to you. Oh, man, that's a sub character, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. You got to go he with goes, you gotta go somebody. Bubby. Bubby. <laughs> that, you, Rappaport <laughs> yeah. could do it. In fact, I would love to do a monologue where I, this is my goal. I'm going to be Hans Gruber or I'm going to be uh, Bruce Willis. Or you're, what, what, I didn't and Rappaport you is going to be Ellis. You would make a good Ellis. That's not a bad call. This is what uh, this is when I want to throw the gauntlet down to Michael Rappaport. It really tests his chops. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If not this scene, let's find one that that we can all agree on. Myself, you, and Rappaport that he would fill in. And and I want I want to run some lines. I want to recreate a scene, and we'll all you know as many of our listeners can jump in on this as possible. But I want to put him like way fish out of water. Like I said, Tombstone. Like I want him Doc Holiday. I want him to be like 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 all aggravated. Be like. I'm your Huckleberry, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, but you want him to be Rappaport. Yeah, you don't, but want, I want, to, you be... don't want him to be no. Val Kilmer. I want him to be how he, the, how if Rappaport basically went back in time. I don't want Rappaport to act like whatever role it is. I want him to be him. I want him to be Rappaport. I want him, but, but I want him to deliver the line for anybody who I ain't bullshit. I want him to be I, like, dude, you were. You're a daisy if you do. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And drop an F bomb? Like, that's what I want. I, I believe the sky's the limit for Rappaport. And if, if I sure. could quit my job right now and just, just represent Rappaport. <laughs> I'm M Rap Rap. <laughs> I would do it. And this ain't no bullshit either. No. Also, I want to let you know we did, as much as I tried to prod and poke uh, the Suicide Girls to try to get a reaction, nothing. They stoned us completely. They didn't even block us, so I don't know if they they haven't caught wind. They haven't downloaded this week's podcast. I looked podcast up a couple. Or what? I ran into a couple on. Twitter. Don't be looking. No, no, no. Because I, I want to be able to run this this uh, past you. A couple when times. I say look up, I mean, I don't know. Like somebody liked a comment or, or favorited something, and one of them was a suicide girl. And I was like, I can't remember the name, but it was nothing too crazy. But I was like, meh. I don't know. Suicide girl. All right. <laughs> I was like, I guess they do have that too. I think it's. A, I think it's a good bit. And I don't want you to. I don't want you to know too much. It's no, like I don't want to be an bit. insider because that would that would ruin it. Yeah, it worked out perfect though, didn't it? Now we can go back and talk about it. I mean, literally, you did horrible. You started out strong, and it was like I. It worked way better than I thought it was going to work. Know what? I think, for the sake of radio, I think, to, in my defense, I didn't want it. I didn't want us to be both saying the same thing. So I had to either strengthen my lead or fall back. You know, well, and, next uh, time I'll just it do it. It'll bad. just be you. So that, there will be no, I like no it excuses. I like the competition. Well, maybe then we'll, yeah, maybe like we'll wait. And every it. time we have a guest, we'll, we'll get a game going. I want to know Benovation, so you know, I need you to come up with something here. Oh, man, I had a couple, too. I had a couple, not chambered, but uh, they're, they're, they're almost In the works. ready to go. Uh, real quick, I there's a place near my house that I go running. And, and when I do a long run... Uh, I will take the bike trail to this park, and it's got, like, a two-mile track around it. I went epic one day, man. I took the kids. I got, like, a jogger stroller, and I took them there, and I went around, and I'm I'm just out of gas. You know what I mean? I, I ran a few miles. I ran three or four miles. So I'm tired, and I start doing the walk thing. Well, a lot of people just walk that trail also. You know what I mean? It's nice out. They go for a walk. A lot of elderly people you'll, you'll find walking. So... I'm pushing, uh, I finish running, and I'm just kind of like, I'm drinking water. I'm just sort of keeping pace. I find I'm going the same pace as this older lady. Now, I'm long-winded, and I actually do enjoy talking to older people when I bump into them, because you hear the craziest shit, and it just sounds funny out of them. So I'm talking, and she's giving me parenting advice. Oh, you got two kids in there, and yeah, you got to be stirring with them. You know, we're going back and forth, and I'm, you know, I got earbud in my left ear, and I'm trying to just go, yeah, yeah, definitely. You have a good day, too, you know. I'm trying to be polite. And 
she starts talking parenting advice, and I've told, I mean, we've gone back and forth a few times about how my my place is just sort of like, you know, we don't let them go crazy. Bohemian. Yeah, it's bohemian. We don't let them do bad things, but bedtime is when you pass out. You kind of eat when you want to. That kind of thing. So I was explaining that to her. I said, yeah, well, we tried. She's like, oh, in my day, we couldn't, you know, in this day. And now kids are... And I go, yeah, there's there's not a lot of real hard rules at my place. Um, there's not a lot of not a lot of iron fisting going around. <laughs> and the moment it left my mouth, I was like, oh, shit, dude. I just said iron fisting to did, this let old me ask lady. You, did you immediately in your mind go calculate her age? Like, is she going to be able to figure this out? Is her immediate mind going to go <laughs> to, like, some dirty thought? Or am I good here? You know, like, did you have that, like, obviously that's what your concern was. She was going to be like, No, I did kind of do that. Yeah. Wait, what? What did you just say? I did I did do a bit of, like, does she think I'm talking about, like, medieval times? Does she think, does fisting mean anything to her? And then I'm thinking, like, well, people must have fisted each other 40 years ago. There must have been a decent amount of fisting 50 years ago. They may not have talked about it, but they know what it is. But she kind of did, like, a, just a quick, like, uh, and then we kept talking, and then, we ended up, you know, parting ways and, and everything was pleasant. But for the next three or four minutes, all I could think of was like, man, did that lady, did, was she, did she know that I just said fisting to her, like iron fisting and was it weird? And did, is that just some weird thing that I just made up? Like, has anyone ever been iron fisted before? And it just really, it really screwed me up. So I haven't talked to but her. But that's not what you meant. I mean, if she picked up the context, I think you're right. No, the context is fine. Like, but hey, after- ruling with an iron fist. I think that <laughs> right, but she I- just looked at you, sort of made it into a verb. She was like, huh. Maybe she was like, yeah, that's not a verb. But I don't think it's a term that people normally use. And and I was like, yeah, there's a lot of, not a lot of iron fisting going on. But the, I said it with some fervor instead of behind. And it just seemed super weird, man, for the next, like, we made small talk after that. But I couldn't tell if she was I'm like, sure she was like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Because there's a wooded area coming up and that might like, not come yeah, out the other side. This is one of those guys that makes small talk with me. He starts mentioning fisting. Next thing you know, he's like, how old are you? Anyways, <laughs> it was bad. It looked, uh... It looked, it reflected poorly on me, but so I just kept thinking about it. You know what I mean? I even wrote it down on my phone. I was like, I just said iron fisting to this old lady and it might not have been I know good. one thing I wanted to talk about last week, which we, and would have been great because we, when we had John on, um, you were talking about you having a favorite shirt and yeah. finding your favorite shirt. Being, your wife is really big into repurposing furniture. Yeah, repurposing, your, apparently, repurposing. Apparently your clothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what? To be fair, I have two favorite shirts. Uh, one of them is a shirt I got in junior high that I stole from my older brother, Mark. I don't know if I stole it or took it, but whatever. And it says, don't mess with Monty. And it's got like this Mexican worm with a bandana and a mustache. No idea what it means. <laughs> no idea what it's about. I just, you know, I when I grew you up. Got a, you got an internet now. Maybe you could Google it. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I never have. I just, I like it to be mystique. Right. You know what I mean? I like the unknown. When I, when I was in high school, the big thing was like the grunge and everybody, kids from Munster would go to the village in Hessville on 165th and they, they would go there and they would, you know, they could afford stuff at the mall, but they would go there and they would buy all these like shirts that say like, you know, I'm with Stan, physical education. They buy like the, the mechanic shirt that says like like Sergio. Yes, on. yes, exactly. Right. Shirts that are, are, are specific, but not to you, right. thus making it ironic. Well, that was a big deal when I was in high school. You'd wear a flannel and then a goofy shirt that you found underneath. And that was like our thing. So I stole that from, from Mark, my Don't Mess With Monty, and I still have it uh, to this day. And it's got big holes in the back. I mean, like it's like that like Hulk Hogan-esque holes in the back. It's like that Jerry Seinfeld bit where he says, like, men wear their underwear until 
they're so bad that you just open the underwear drawer and the wind takes them out. <laughs> and that's, that's how you know it's time to buy new ones when nature just kind of says to do so. The other shirt that I have is a shirt that Nate, my brother Nate bought me. Uh, is a Rocco is Modern Life shirt because uh, it's a long story. Nobody really gives a shit, but I stayed with my brother Nate when he when he had moved out for a little while, and somehow, some way, boring. I don't no, know. I'm just kidding. He <laughs> recorded like a six hour block of this cartoon called Rocco's Modern Life. It's like a Nickelodeon. We both were way too old for it at the time, but I don't know why he had it. But I stayed at my older brother's place, and I didn't care. He had beer. I was allowed to drink it. So I'd party at his house and just crash on the couch and end up putting this in. So I became addicted to this Rocco's Modern Life tape, and it became this cartoon that I liked. My brother, as a gag, bought me a shirt of it. And, okay, I'm in my late 20s, like, when he bought it or something right. like that. Obviously, someone that of that age is not going to wear a Rocco's Modern Life t-shirt. But yeah. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to wear it. So I rocked it. Did you like it because of the, what, the shirt, the picture, or did you like it because it was comfortable, uh, too? It, was like it wasn't very comfortable. No? <laughs> no. I don't, think, I don't think when they made Rocco's Modern Life shirts, they worried about the the uh, fabric right. content and, and how much of it was uh, polyester. It wasn't very comfortable, but I wore it a lot. Obviously made by American and children. My, my wife, of course, in Idaho. My wife hated it. <laughs> she would always say, like, Dude, it's douchey. You're, like, 28. Why are you wearing a Rocco shirt? That's for kids. And I would go... Whatever, dude. I'm at home. This is my right. time. I get to wear my Rocco shirt when I want. And I would always wear it under stuff, and I just I liked it a lot. Well, she had bitched about it so often. She got into this refurbishing furniture thing, and she needed a cloth to drag over some varnish she put on, or she <laughs> did a polyurethane, and she needed a rag to rub it down with. So I come into the room, and I see her. Well, not I come into the garage. No. I see her, and she's in the garage, and she's wiping down some... Uh, chalk painted refurbished furniture with it and I'm just like I see the green fabric and it was like uh, you know like one of those movies if you could edit it like the, the, the camera zooms into my eye and the pupil goes gets like way smaller and I was like wait a minute what is that She's like, oh, I used your old shirt. I needed something, to. <laughs> there wasn't a million other things, like a paper Dude, towel. <laughs> there is a video of me, Ray Rice, his old lady, and my old lady. And all four of us are just duking it out. <laughs> Nobody has a copy of that one yet. But I promise you, I punched her. I used my right. I used my right hand because... Nobody believes you actually own a video camera, so don't worry about I, it. <laughs> I put it on videotape. I used my right hand. I used my right hand because I didn't trust that my jab would knock Unless it down. Unless you guys have a Betamax player, we're solid. My, my old lady's got some, some veracity, so I used the right. You know, I knocked her out. But uh, I was super pissed about it. But, but before I got real mad... I was like, hold on, dude. How mad am I supposed to be? Like, how mad am I allowed to be? A lot. Real mad. No, how, how mad are you allowed to be when you go, like, hey, I'm 34 years old, and you just cut up my Nickelodeon Rocco's Modern Life t-shirt? You can be mad, but when you verbalize it, and when you say it, you go, oh, that sounds kind of pretty, that sounds pretty silly. You know have, what I mean? I'm going to have to disagree with you on this. I was pissed. Don't get me wrong. I was mad. I'll start noticing it'll, there'll be a comment, like you said. Eh, shirt's getting a little old. Do you have to wear oh, that? you've been wearing that thing. Yeah, how old or, are you? Ugh. Really? You're wearing I a, that? I had a couple of Marilyn Manson shirts disappear in high school. My and, mom was very religious. There was a shirt that said God's last name is not damn it. Or, or I don't know, that was when I was in church. But I had a couple like Marilyn Manson ones that just disappeared. My mom would be like, yeah, I don't know. But I, those shirts were nasty. It was almost like the scene in Goodfellas where uh, Jimmy tells uh, Henry, he says, hey, uh, bring Morty uh, to the club on this night. And then, you know, uh, Henry, yeah. Henry goes, that's when I knew. That's what I knew. Maury was going to get hit that night. Mm -hmm. And it's no different than when my wife sees that. She goes, uh, you wear that? Ugh, I hate that shirt. 
and I know right and there it's a like marked yeah. man. It is yep. a marked man. Yeah. So they you know, mentally put a hit out on a shirt when they go, "Oh, I don't know, you still had that." That right. means like the, the clock's ticking. That one's going down. Wouldn't it be smarter though to not say anything? But see, yeah, and then if they're going to just get rid of the shirt, don't bring it to your attention that they because that's that would always yeah. But as a dude, you got to be smart enough to know those signs and then hide it or 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 get crazy about you know it what? and be like, look, it was I know what you're up to, and I'm wearing the shit out of this. By shirt. the time I got onto her game, it was far too late. <laughs> right. so many had died right. in the wake. Right. You know, and it's funny because she'll come home. How many minor threat shirts are gone that you don't even know about? Well, the funny thing is, I would keep buying them. I'm like, I know I had this <laughs> shirt, man. I mean, dude, this was my favorite shirt, like. And my wife would be like, really? The worst thing is when I buy it again. And she goes, where'd you get that? Well, I bought it. I must have lost her to ruin the other one. I love this shirt. And she knows all over again. It's like, now i got to figure out a way to murder this one. Mm. And you know what? He's going to have his eye on this one. We're going to have to play a game. Yep. So that's the one where she accidentally throws that in. Or she tells the kid. got some protection. She tells the kid like, hey, uh, throw all the stuff in the, in the laundry. Can you help me out? And then she's like, oh. He put it in with the socks, and I it was bleach. Oh, you know, that's the thing. You yeah. know, so right now I just got uh, a couple. I, I have two, opera- two brand new Operation it? Ivy shirts. Did you tell me not the to dry one? it. Oh, it ended up in the dryer on high. <laughs> this isn't gonna. You know what? This isn't gonna. Fit oh, you. I feel this like such an fit. idiot. Oh well, but you know what she does is she'll run these. She used to run these five Ks all the time, and this is how she'd make it better. She'd give me like this stupid shirt that would be like Ditka Dash, and I'd have a picture of like a cartoon. Oh, that does with not make it like, better. I don't want this fucking thing. No, you have it. Well, and I go. First of all, I don't want to be a fraud and, and wear the shirt that I didn't win the race or run the race. Second of all, I ain't wearing an advertisement shirt for a five K. I'm fat. It's stupid. <laughs> I ain't doing it. But well, so if you look, so all the shirts that she gets that she doesn't want to wear, and even the ones. So I have a Motorhead shirt that. I've so every had time forever. you wear a Shamrock Shuffle microfiber, <laughs> I'm gonna go like. Yeah, I don't eight, think he ran that. I'm gonna go. That 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 definitely used to be Op Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a Motorhead shirt that I've had. <laughs> you wear it as like a remembrance, <laughs> like when you wear it, like you put the flag as like half mass. <laughs> I have this Motorhead shirt that I've had forever, and my wife was wearing it one day. I don't know if your wife does this. She's wearing it to bed, and I go, "Why are you wearing my Motorhead shirt?" Oh, you gave it to me. What do you mean I gave it to you? Yeah, you gave it to me. We don't you remember we had a talk? I go, no. Why would I give you my motorhead shirt? It's like one of my most prized possessions. I've had this shirt forever. <laughs> I've worn that shirt in to where it's so vintage. I've had it since, you know. You don't know shit about leather. Yeah, I mean, dude, are you serious? And it's got the it's got holes in it, but they're not big enough to where you can't wear the shirt anymore. It, really, it really shows that I've been into motorhead before most people been into motorhead, all right, in my lifetime. They like so, to think that. She we're wearing this thing, and I go, why are you wearing that? Dave. We had this conversation. You <laughs> gave me this shirt because you wanted me. You were just going to have me throw it away. And I was like, well, I'll just keep it because it was like really worn in. And I'll just wear it. I go, no, take it off now. <laughs> and she'd be like, no, I'm not taking <laughs> it off now. I'm like, off. take it off now. <sighs> so the next time it'll go through the laundry, I will snatch it and put it in my armoire. And the next thing I know, she's wearing it again. You can't do just like a fraction of single white female and just start stealing my shit. Just like a little bit. This, that doesn't work. If my wife gets the same haircut as me. We definitely have problems. <laughs> She's like, oh, she got the young Republican. changing my glasses. I'm thinking about getting the young Republican. You might get a different pair of glasses. <laughs> you think RD over at the, uh, <laughs> he can do this? You know, I was at Myers the other day. I was just getting stuff, and I just I was wondering. She goes, I want to look like this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. You know what? I'll tell you this right now. My wife doesn't, I don't even know if she listens to the podcast anymore. <laughs> so help me God. If she, Go ahead. N- nothing's going to happen. Don't mess with Monty. That shirt is going to stay gold forever. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's, not, like, it's gone. Don't mess so with Monty? ruined it. No. Well, no, that was no. the other one. The Rocco's gone. But here's the kicker. 
Nate bought me another one. <laughs> so I have another one. And she talks about it. She mentions things this and there. And maybe that's like a, she's starting to formulate a plot. No, she knows better at this point. I'm trying to think if I had a shirt that like really was super offend. Oh, I wear the shirt that my wife got me at Old Navy, and it's a, it's a it's a, one of those bullshit screen tees, and it's Santa Claus. Right. And I wear it all year round, and she gets so pissed. She's like, "Why are you wearing that? It's not even Christmas time." And I'm like, "I'm a Jew, so what does it matter?" <laughs> I don't, I don't think, care about it either. I don't think Old Navy clothes last more than this story might be bullshit because Old Navy clothes don't last more than nine months tops. Dude, the, after nine months, they I just sh- explode. I, <laughs> That's just I'll how tell you, made. I've I've taken tender love and care of this shirt. I wear it every. It's the first From one. Old Navy, and I'm sure if your wife brings up a basket of laundry, that you look at it and you go without even. She could tell. She, my wife could tell you right now. If she put out five shirts. Which one I'm grabbing first? I almost have it on a rotation. Yeah. At the the uh, the last job I worked, where I didn't have to be be so formal. I wore this every Monday. I wore one shirt, like just because that's the way they came out of the laundry. But like you know, everybody at my work, all the dudes, had the same thing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there it must be Wednesday again. I like some shirts so much that if the guys wear Texas wish, Longhorns, like if, uh, if my wife did laundry every single day, I would just wear that shirt. Not yeah, not because so like oh it looks awesome, but just like I like this one. It feels good on me. It's a genius man. I'm gonna wear it every day, and so as soon as it's clean, like Einstein or Ernest. That's why you always have like thirty things in your closet. <laughs> exactly. That's why you have like thirty things in your closet that you never wear. Because it's like you don't get to that desperation right. spot. Like I've worn my four T-shirts and they weren't that dirty, so I'll recycle them. So that's eight days the way I see it easily. Oh, easily yeah, for eight sure. days. So those that that's green and and blue striped one in the back. That's never getting worn. But don't throw it away because that's my shit. Whenever we start trying to consolidate or, or, or get rid of some clothes, it's funny because my wife starts going through my stuff. Because she'll bring something home, like say she'll be like, "I went to Kohl's, I had a fifty percent off, I had to use it," and she'll go, "I bought you this, <laughs> this, and this," and I go. I'm not wearing any of that. It's all crap. Take it back. It's all shit. I don't want to wear that. It's stuff that she wants me to wear because I'd rather just wear like a, a t-shirt or whatever. And yeah. she's like, this is a nice colored shirt. It'd look cute on you. It's it's pink. You don't have anything in pink. I'm like, I ain't wearing that. It's not ever going to happen. So six months, a year later, when we're going through my stuff and she's like, we need to, we need to get rid of some of your stuff. I need more room. She needs to take more room of mine away. Yeah. Yeah. She'll start pulling stuff out, and she'll go, "Did you? this still has the tags on it. And I go, because I told you, I told you, the day it, you still put it in my closet. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that mentality because my thing is take it back and buy something for yourself or just take it back and, and, I told and you save about, the money. I told you about how my wife went to New York that one time on a trip and she came back like, oh, I went to these little boutiques and all these dudes are wearing. She brought me back. <laughs> I could just Dude, imagine. I, you see, the I, deepest V I, I wear V-necks seen. all the time. I don't give a shit. I wear them. But that's, this, been, that's been readily apparent. This one she brought back, dude, was like, it looked like a cat suit from like... <laughs> Who's that band that played like right I, said I believe in love, I believe in a thing called love or something? It was like a throwback to 70s style, yeah. but it looked like a cat. So it was like this sucker <laughs> went down, and I even a couple times I put it on, I looked in the mirror, and I was like, well, maybe. No, dude, no, I can't. No way. <laughs> Unless you no want to really way. work on that European act, you could be like Ricky Gervais wears. Like, do you ever see the V, like the tight ass V's that guy it's wears? Got nothing on this. I'm <laughs> telling you, the only the only one that would wear this is. I don't know, some show on HBO that involves, like, maybe somebody on Girls or something like that. I, I don't know. Sasha Baron Cohen, when he when he's Ali, when he plays the uh, the gay reporter? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But other than my Toadie shirt that I bought at the concert, I don't... Other than that and my, my LOB bro tank, I think those are the only clothes that I've bought for myself in the past five years. I was going to say, right now, if you had to name your favorite shirt... That's the Don't Mess With Bond t-shirt. But the one that I wear out... I no, I mean, what's your favorite shirt right now? If, you, had to, if you had to get rid of every shirt you had except for one. But I can't wear, this, I'm talking I can't about wear fits, that in the, public, the way it fits. The but way I can't it, wear it in public. It's got so many holes. It's like so... Okay, well, that doesn't, it doesn't apply. It doesn't count then? No. 
I mean, I guess, I guess it depends on... I had, You know what? I have, like, the cheapest ever, just a black t-shirt that Hanes makes, the tagless, whatever, but I've had it for a long time, and it can stretch from, like, here to around your house. That's it. Because you can always just wear a black t-shirt. Fuck, you can be in Rise Against or on television, <laughs> or both. I was going to say, I, I have a, a naked Ray Gun shirt that I'm very partial. I have, like, 12 of them, but the, the, the one specific one that I really like... And I have a blue hooded, just a navy blue is my favorite color, which should probably say a lot about me. I'm not very exciting, but I have a navy blue hoodie that, and when I when it dies, I buy another navy blue hoodie. It's like my favorite piece of that's clothing. That's nice. Yep. A little one size too big. I like a hoodie that's like the super thin material. I like the stuff that's oh, no. like like if you throw it up in the air, it'll go like a kite. No, that's what I like. I like the super heavy stuff. Well, like you said, winter's coming. Husky fellas need that kind of thing. All right, well, let's put this fire on call today. <laughs> All right, man. I'll See you later. next week. Bye. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart With the chance we can make it now